Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Welcome back, everybody. We are uh, live and direct from the the Belly Up Studios in, uh, well, in the Drunk on Broad Network. Uh, I got my buddy Dom filling in from the Fired Up Podcast to talk a little bit of Sixers, a little bit of trade deadline, a little bit of Super Bowl. So we got a little bit of everything tonight. Uh, Dom, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate your, uh, your, uh, your Brad Lidge (laughs) Coming in in the ninth emergency. Hey, man, you got it. I mean, listen, anything for you guys, you know, Uh, definitely appreciate you guys. So I'm I'm, I'm just happy. You know, I'm 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 asked. So, yeah, I mean, listen, yeah, Dom, you're I got to tell you real quick off the jump. The interview the other night. Spot on, man. That was thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we had uh, Brian prop. You know, he was he could not have been a nicer guy. So. Uh, it, it all goes to him. How did you guys get hooked up with him? Uh, me asking? So it, Mike had a connection somehow. Um, okay. We we got in contact with his uh, people and like his yeah. agent. Um, actually, his agent is, owns the company with um, Trent Cole. Uh, they, they 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 run this the agency together, I believe. And oh, uh, they, yeah, I don't I don't know off the top of my head. Um, I saw a list. I think when we first started getting this going, because this took a couple of weeks, but um, okay. I saw a list of like, they had different, you know, they re- obviously represent different people. Um, and uh, I, don't, I don't, I think, I think prop was like one of the bigger, bigger guys on in that agency. So they're a little bit smaller, okay. but, uh, but still, I mean, you know, um, you know, yeah. getting Brian prop and, or, or and going to a company that, you know, has Trent Cole. I mean, that's, you know, any Philly yeah. uh, uh, fans dream for where we're at. Anytime that you can have someone on that is remotely mildly affiliated with a team or, you know, and, and the, you know, I thought that the, a lot of the cool conversation was around like the, not only his playing days, but kind of what he's into now. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So done. Let's do our weekly throw the bouquets at the end beast. Yep. I mean, his ability to be able to emulate, other players current and past just blows my mind. The fact that he's able to operate on a God on, on like a position by position, wherever he's got the ball in the low post, he's operating one way, bringing the ball. How many times? I mean, he's doing things that we saw. I won't use his name, but that guy <laughs> going, going end to end. You know, getting the rebound going end to end. Talk, yeah, throw your bouquets at at uh at, at your boy Embiid. Hey man, listen, he is the closest thing that we've seen probably since Hakeem, right? Since Olajuwon. Hey. I mean, it, it, it's spitting image. Um, I'm not afraid to say it. I think he's one of the most talented bigs ever. Um, that doesn't mean he's one of the best bigs ever. Maybe one day. Um, but I think he's certainly one of the most talented. Um, obviously we saw the videos of him you know, 
doing the MJ moves and the Kobe moves. And even when he first we first came here in his first year that he played, um, we saw a lot of in the first two years he played, we saw a lot of the same videos of him doing the, the Olajuwon moves, you know? Um, so I, I mean the guy to do the things that he does at set what is he, seven, seven, two? I mean the step back threes and the 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 step back mid range shots. I mean, it's it, it's it. He's from another planet. <laughs> it's it's almost like like he's uh, yeah. And the craziest thing I I heard the interview with him and Miss Nelly earlier this week and him talking about you know the fact that he's only been playing basketball as long right. as he has, and he's able to do the things that he does, and he's able to. The, the best videos that I saw are the videos where he emulates the place and the plays are kind of put side by side with, you know, the, the Olajuwans, the Kobe's, the MJ's that just blows me away. And, and I think, you know, for me, you know, the, the guy that made me feel the way that I feel about Embiid was Iverson, right? Iverson was a must see every night. I feel like Embiid is appointment TV at this point, regardless like, of who they're playing. Yeah, I, honestly, I felt like that his whole career. I mean, listen, there were games. There's a lot of games Embiid missed from his rookie year to now, and we'll name. We're not going to name the other guy, like you said. Um, but there were games where he was, where he was the best player on the court that we thought at that time. Where it was yeah. like he was playing, and like Embiid wasn't playing because he was out or sitting or resting or out for ten games, whatever it was. And it was like, yeah, I'll watch the Sixers tonight. But then when Embiid's back, it's like you have to watch. Like I always felt like that. It just the the I think it's at, we're at the point right now where we're really getting to appreciate everything that he brings. Um, you know, and you know the the other guy that's impressed me in the last month, you know, is Tobias Harris, a guy that we've kind of given a lot of crap for for his inconsistency, whether it's game to game or quarter to quarter, you know, he's notorious for having like, you know, 17 or 18 points in the first half and then right. ending with having, 23. <laughs> right. And then he ends with 22, 23, um, you know, in the month, in this last month in January, you know, put up three thirty. you know, he's got three 30 point games. Um, I think you're starting to see more, the more that Maxi is able to be, to get where he wants on the court, I think you're starting to see those things start to open up for Tobias. Oh, for sure. And, um, you know, I, and obviously the better that Tyrese gets with ball handling, you see more of Tobias being able to hit those shots or be, be more confident in hitting, the, hitting those shots. So the, right. the two things about Tobias, one, um, I want to point out the other night, um, who did they play? Uh, Phoenix. He hit That's a not- clutch three. Yeah, huge three late in that game. I will give him a lot of credit for that, um, especially coming off of you know, like you said, this last month, mm-hmm. and then coming off of those comments and these the, us fans, you know, really bashing him. And you know what? He didn't do. He did. He didn't do what the other guy that we won't name. He didn't do what he did. He did what Embiid did. He stepped up and said, "You know what? I'll take the criticism and I'll use it to get better." Do you do you think anything of that is COVID related? You think that is any any, yeah. any of that that slow start was related to any of the issues that he had from COVID? I think it could very well be because look, Embiid and look look how long it took Embiid to like kind of yeah. hit that stride. Um, you know, it took him what what probably the end of December to really start right becoming that twenty nine point average player. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely, I definitely think that it could have something to do with that. Also, and I've been saying this forever. That if he is, and I, if he is your third best scorer, you're in a you're in a solid spot to win a championship. It's just he he has never been anything less than a number two scorer, not player, just scorer. And your number two scorer in today's NBA, averaging eighteen and eight, twenty and eight, whatever whatever he averages, yeah. that's just not enough in the playoffs. And you know he was a guy who kind of went missing late in the playoffs last year. So, um, yeah. And and also the other thing I wanted to say about Tobias too is uh, I take full credit for uh, him playing well um, because listen since he's been here there have been a lot of ups and downs really since the contract there have been yeah. a lot of a lot of ups and downs with him with these with the fans and I've always backed him always backed him always backed him I think he's a very good player 
Um, and then the minute that I say, all right, you know what? Maybe the world is right. Maybe he does. It just isn't worth that money. I never thought he was worth the money, but you had to pay him. Um, and, and the cap always goes up every year. So in a couple of right. years, it wasn't really going to matter. But uh, <laughs> I take credit because, you know, as soon as I as soon as I bashed him, as soon as I bashed him, what does he do? He starts playing lights out. So I, I'll take my applause. Uh, you know, you're welcome, uh, Philadelphia. Um, you know, it was, all, it was all me. It was not Tobias. It was all me. <laughs> you get your bouquets, right? <laughs> Listen, you know, and you know, the I think, you know, and, and something we'll get into in a minute with the trade with all the trade rumors that are going on. Um, a lot has come out about Maxi with him being a, you know, a guy that is not on the radar to be moved at all. And I think that is only due to his performance on the court, right? They're seeing the asset that he can be as that off. I think in the future, ideally, it wouldn't surprise me if tomorrow there's some kind of transaction with, uh, with, a, with a true NBA point guard. Like right. a, a a Schroeder, uh, a Drogic, a guy you know, a guy that's been you know that's kind of stuck in Toronto, but you know, rumored to you know the the Knicks, the Hawks. I got a name um, for would, you if to see if you're interested. Ahead. Sure. Uh, I don't I don't know if he's rumored to be traded right now, but possibly in the off season. What about Brogdon? Oh, dude, I'm all in on Brogdon. Yeah, I like Brogdon you too. Can, if you can get Brogdon. Right, then that slides Maxi to either be the you could the keep point. him at the one. You could keep him at the one, right? But Brogdon is a guy that you know he he can be your off ball scorer and be able to get you, you know, that that consistent, you know, eighteen to twenty three a night. Right. He's a guy I'd be I, I my, I won't my, even. I, I think if if I said kick the tires on, I think that'd be doing him a disservice. I think that's a guy you definitely have to look into. Right. So my only thing is, I think they're only going to fill that position with. The only way they're going to fill that position is if it's a Damian Lillard, um, I, hypothetically Luca. You know what I mean? Like like those types of guys that, like, is is Maxi. Is is Brogdon that much better than Maxi? Is Dennis Schroeder? I don't think Dennis Schroeder is better. I'm not a Dennis Schroeder fan, but um, Dennis Schroeder is not better than Maxi. You know what I mean? So like, I really think that they're they like him so much that you're gonna have to find that elite superstar, Damian Lillard. That um, well, that 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 yeah, you're that right. Game changing, think... franchise changing guy to really have him replaced because they like him so much. Here, here's where I'm at with those two guys though. With Beal. which two guys? With, with Beal and with Lord. Okay. I'm having a lot of second thoughts about both of those guys. And it's a, it's a, a loyalty to a fault thing. I think they are so loyal to Portland and Washington, respectively, that they don't want to leave, right? They're, they're, they're comfortable being in the role that they're in, but they're absolutely blowing smoke up their own ass, right? If Damian right. Lillard is saying that, you know, you know, and you know, the, the trade today, right. The, you know, bringing Joe Ingles, mm-hmm. who's Joe Ingles, that's an expiring contract. So he's not even going to play this year. But like, if he thinks that by clearing cap space and getting rid of McCollum is going to be able, who the fuck wants to go? And right. play in Portland. Right. Right. Like same with DC, right? With with Beal. Right. Beal, one day he wants to be traded, one day he wants the extension. Now he's getting the surgery, he's out for the season. He he hems and hauls all day long. I I just for me, those two guys, the 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 indecision and the loyalty to a to, I, loyalty, great. But it's almost loyal to a fault because if you're Damian Lillard and you're looking at the garbage that is playing around you and you look at if you could go to Philly and play with Embiid and Harris and Massey, what the hell are you seeing? <laughs> like, what do you like? I, I don't get that mindset to say, like, all right, I have the opportunity to go there. No, I'm going to stay here. Right. 
it, like, it's I'm, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna play with the who, who's the team that plays the Globetrotters. Right. right. I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the generals. The the twenty twenty one Portland Trailblazers, that too. Right. Um, <laughs> it's so funny you bring this up because I had this conversation today with somebody, the exact right. same conversation. It's you you do respect right. the loyalty, but it's almost at the point where like it's he it kind of makes them unsexy. Like it kind of makes Beal unsexy. It kind of makes oh. Dame unsexy. Like to the like and that's the thing. It's like even if even if Lillard didn't come here. Say he went to like Milwaukee, hypothetically, like that's like a way better situation. Like, even if it goes to the Knicks, that's a way better situation. Like, yeah, at, at least I, I'd have more respect for Dame if he went to New right, York. right, like right because you Miami, can play with Julius like, Randall and you yeah, the, I'm the, just saying, like, that, hypothetically, right? Yeah, no, like it, it's that loyalty to a fault is something that I just it, 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 it listen. And I was the guy who tweeted out the 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 Dame Lillard picture with the Sixers jersey on right. from, from the Drunk on Broad account the other day because I'm looking at the trade deadline, you know, and and we can just kind of jump into that. Like the the trade deadline, I'm watching all those chips fall, and I'm looking at Lillard and I'm going, yo, let's go, pack your bags. <laughs> right. Well, I'm, well, I'm on I'm on the first train to, to Portland. To I was say, gonna say I was gonna say you in the car. Let's yeah, go. I was gonna say you and I are jumping in the car right now, driving across uh, cross country. I've been to Portland. Portland sucks, but um, <laughs> I guess the city. There's nothing to do there. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm 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 hitting I'm hitting those interstates and I'm going to pick him up in, in a heartbeat. But um, you know, like a guy like Beal too, like. Have you seen his numbers this year? I mean, I know maybe he's playing hurt or whatever. It, it's it's trust me, I take him in a heartbeat. Um, yeah, he's like shooting thirty from three. Like that's not that's not yeah. good. <laughs> so, no. um, Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's... It's going to be interesting tomorrow. I think it's either going to be extremely um, – there's going to be a lot of things going on or nothing at all, and I don't think there's going to be anything in between. I could be totally wrong, but I think it's either – there's going to be – it's going to be hectic or totally dead. Right, like, so what was that? Two, on Monday, on Monday, I'm like, I'm going nutty because I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm waiting for that shoe to drop. Yeah. Right. The the early news comes out with the 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 McCollum deal early on, and I'm like, holy shit! Like, you know, you're looking at you know McCollum going to to the Pelicans for like for what for Josh Hart, right? And Nikhil Alexander and Thomas Sadoransky, like right? Like, who they um, who they um, traded uh, today? I think who, right. Right. Who then they yeah. they then moved today, like. I'm looking at that and I'm going, and then, you know, that you look at the deal that Portland made the other day with uh, Covington and Powell going to the Clippers, right? They're selling parts like a yard sale. And I'm looking at that and I'm going, yo, like, <laughs> right. like, let's go. Right. Up. You know, yeah. the number in Portland. Um, Dude, I tweeted at that meme today, you know, with the, the guy with the stick and the the uh, I made that meme today with this. Yeah. With the Sixers logo. Dude, come on, do something. <laughs> oh, I should have did Daryl Morey's face. I think that would have been better. Uh, <laughs> that would have been good. Um, but like and then, you know, the the Kings and the Pacers make that deal. Yeah. And I think Mike might have uh, did Mike, Mike might have put something out. But like I saw something out there, but it was literally like, "What the fuck are the Kings doing?" Yeah. Like, how is that? How do you look at Halliburton and Buddy Heald and Trinson Thompson, and like you didn't get back anything monumental? Like you got back Demontis Sabonis. Okay. Yes, he's a. But now he's out there in the same position that Halliburton was in. Yeah. He's and the same there. position he was in Indiana. I mean, right. You know, like it, it's just one for one. Yeah. But. I, 
but I feel like Halliburton there with Miles Turner, right? That that is it's a better position for him and healed. Right. Yeah, I mean, listen, Sacramento going to Sacramento, you know. Um listen, I I hope Ben Simmons ends up in Sacramento somewhere. <laughs> like Sacramento, Minnesota, like right. I, he he needs to end Portland. up in basketball Siberia. <laughs> yeah. Like where but he he literally needs to be in a place where no one gives a fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess Portland wouldn't be that. That's the only thing they have. But uh, yeah. like I said, the, the, the city's very boring. Uh, don't forget so. about the Portland Timbers. The, the, oh, the yeah. very successful MLS franchise. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, well, they, have a, they have a minor league team, too, I think. My, my brother lived in Portland, so we, we okay. I've, I've been there. He doesn't live there anymore, but um, he, he had been to a, a baseball game out there. I think it's okay. some kind of minor league game, minor league um, team or something. But uh, But, yeah, I mean. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting tomorrow. I, it really is. I, I hope it's going to be interesting. So, Dom, in your heart of hearts, do you think that that Harden Harden ends up here? Uh, and would tomorrow? You, what, what, tomorrow? Um, no, because I think I trust Woj the most when it comes to this stuff. And where where the hell is Shams? Is he like? Is he just like he's? He's on vacation, probably right. He's using he's using that PTO. Like we haven't heard from him all day. Yeah. No. I mean, between him and Wendy, I think I, I I'm just I'm kind of out on them. Yeah. They uh, they yeah. are in it for the the likes. Right. Where I feel like Woj Woj is like the he's like the guy that's been working at the newspaper for like forty seven years <laughs> and just and just won't quit. Yeah. Like, and he just like everything that he puts out is just like facts. Here it is. This is what's going on. And he's not putting out dumb shit that fucking got fucking Wendy. If Wendy puts out another fucking tweet about, oh, well, there's really interest in, you know, the, the one I saw today. Oh, well, the Nets really are interested in Maxie and Thibel and Seth Curry. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Right. Like, so am I. <laughs> what, like, like, what did you did you really think that it was going to be Ben Simmons and Paul Reed and Jaden Springer in a first right. round pick? Like, it's not going to be Ben Simmons and half the fucking Delaware Bluecoats. Yeah, listen, Winhurst, all these guys, they're 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 the, they're the they're the kids at the kids' table, you know. And then and then when Woj comes in, he's like a big dick in a locker room, just like, you know, <laughs> yep. <laughs> he he you know on the table. Right. So, um, uh, that, th- listen, as much as I want them to make a move for Ben Simmons and I want them to bring in the best talent possible, um, I think I'm, I think I'm going to believe Woj the most. I really am. I mean, yeah. if he says nothing is going on, then chances are it's probably not going on. And maybe the Sixers are leaking stuff to, to try to get a deal done, try to get the Nets to, to pick up the phone or, or call them or, or, or whatever it is. Um, but no, I I don't believe Harden's gonna be a sixer tomorrow. That's just my feeling. Um I think it's more of an offseason thing. Okay. But I could be you wrong. Can, I I yeah, it's just, it's listen, just a gut feeling. I, I I honestly like my where I'm at right now, and like I'm I'm I, I agree with you. Like, do I oh, do totally. I not like Harden the player? He's a fucking boring ass player. Right? He dribble, he's gonna dribble the ball four hundred times. But he clearly makes you exponentially better than anything you had. And if if he slots in as the as the first or the second as the one, you know, him and Embiid are one and one A, and Tobias is your third scorer, I'm cool with that. Right. Right. And everything else around them really is like ancillary. Like fill it in with whoever you whoever you need. And I also I, I want to kind of highlight what Mike says there too, like loser my thing i'm gonna give you three names sure and, and tell me tell me what they have in common okay patrick ewing alan iverson charles barkley correct no ring no rings but that to me those guys are winners even even though damon lillard even to an extent that guy is he he's a winner. I, even if he never leaves Portland or never wins a championship, to me, True. those guys are step up, make the plays, and they're always gonna be winners. To me, even if even if 
James Harden never wins a title, I mean, I'm sorry, even if James Harden wins a title, right. I still think he's kind of a loser. I, I do. I, I just don't think his style wins. I don't think I'm not, I'm not a Harden fan. I'm really not. Um, okay. But I agree with Mike, with Mike, with Mike just said, I mean, he gives right now, he gives you the best chance to win. Um, and it doesn't look like, like we said earlier in the show, doesn't look like Damian Lillard's leaving. Doesn't look like Bradley Beal's leaving anytime soon. Um, no. Listen, maybe, maybe Luca eventually leaves, but when that happens, who knows where Embiid's going to be? You know what I mean? Like yeah. in his career, he might be on the downside. I mean, uh, Dom, I'm going to throw a name at you. Yeah. Right, only because of what is going on in that city right now. Like, what about Jalen Brown? I right, love like Jalen Brown. Right, like him and him and and Tatum are kind of button heads. If Boston, you know, and almost prophetic, Dom, that that you could send Simmons to a franchise that you fucking hate, <laughs> and that he would that and that he would be wearing that Celtic green. And that you would have the opportunity, he would play in your conference. You'd have to, he'd have at some point would have to show up for a game in the city of Philadelphia. Um, he's a guy that I that is young. He plays like this city emulates. You know, he's right. a he's a hard nosed guy. He plays both ends of the court. I think he'd that's be the, the best. That's fit. the guy that, that I'm leaning most towards in terms of like where to to send Ben Simmons but I think in my heart of hearts I think tomorrow there's a deal that gets done but it's not a deal that we're expecting I think it's a it's it's a deal that's maybe on the fringes that gets them a point guard maybe it's a shooter um but I think the Harden move I think is a summer move me too I agree and I think that that he opts out and 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 I think Maury's playing it in a way where he's saying, hey, listen, you know, he's going to walk away at the end of the year. You know he's walking away. Right. I know he's walking away. We're going to clear whatever cap space we can, and we're going to bring him here, and you're going to lose him for fucking nothing. Right. I uh, Going back to Jalen Brown, I think Jalen Brown, maybe besides Bradley Beal, I think him and Bradley Beal are two of the names that fit the most in this roster. Um, right. Listen, I love Lillard, Um but I, I just love the way Maxie's playing right now. So like, yeah, I, would I take Lillard? Absolutely. Um, but like I said, I just think Jalen Brown really fits what the Sixers do. He fits really well with Embiid. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, but I, but I agree. I think, I think they're going to pull a name out of, you know, nowhere um, tomorrow. Like, like something we're not expecting. It'll be a decent move, maybe a bench move. Um, a guy, you know, a guy that could fill in, Maybe play some minutes. You know, no, nothing crazy. I, I completely agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of there. I, I, I'm waiting, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. Um, and I think you know, there, there's been, you know, a lot of, a lot of the local chatter has been around, you know, the that this is the, the, the inkling that this is more of a, of a long term play. I think they saw what happened. With Portland, I think they saw what's going on with Harden. The fact that, like, you know, I think he realizes that Kyrie's, you know, half a kook sitting on the edge of the earth. Right. Um, <laughs> like, I like I, that I, one. I just... <laughs> Listen, that's the that's the science teacher flat Earth joke. <laughs> right. Me. Right. Um, Listen, and like, and like that's the thing. It's like, like you're saying, like Kevin Durant's the one who loses the most out of this because. Take the whole like vaccine thing out of it for for Kyrie. Yeah. Even if like COVID wasn't a thing, he was still mm-hmm. gonna find a way to like be a lunatic. So like that's so Durant loses there, and then Harden doesn't want to be there. So like real, you know, Durant could be in Oakland right now still. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like he he he. I don't think he expected this at all. No, I think there. You know. You, here, here's the only reason why maybe they push their chips all in this year. Cause I think they see an opportunity this year where the, where the East. You're talking about had, Brooklyn where either Brooklyn or Philly, right. That I think if the Sixers are pushing all in, right. I think they see an opportunity that the East can be had where yeah. Brooklyn 
Macy, you know, Kyrie's half a kook who can't play for home games. Right. And, you know, Durant and Harden are kind of like iffy on when they can and can't play. Yeah. I thought of something interesting. Well, I didn't think of it. I, I had heard somebody bring it up um, recently. If you're Milwaukee or Philadelphia or Miami, whoever, you're in the East and you have to face Brooklyn in the playoffs, right? In the first right. round. What's going to stop that team, you know, Philly, Milwaukee, Miami, whoever, what's going to stop that team from going to their mayor and saying, you know, let's, we, we need a mandate that you need to be vaccinated. Like, what's going to stop them from saying, like, well, there goes Kyrie. Like, that's chip one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It, uh, I, I, somebody brought that up, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. I actually kind of yeah. like, and I'm not somebody who 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 likes that kind of, I like that. Like, <laughs> screw yeah, Kyrie. The, 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 the whole mo- playing mind games with them, I, I don't, uh, I don't think it is out of the question at this point yeah. anymore. It, right? it, yeah, I, it, I mean, it with the, with the way the world has been the last two years, I mean. Nothing, nothing no, was surprising. Right. Nothing right. Dom, anything else you want to talk about? Sixers, any other bouquets you want to throw out? Oh, man. Um, I'm just happy with the way Embiid's playing. I'm happy with the way yeah. Tobias is playing. I hope they can make a big move tomorrow. Uh, that'll help them win a championship. That's all I really got. Listen, the, the I have, Tom, I have this vision of Embiid sitting on, like, the front of a school bus <laughs> with, like, two bottles of champagne, just, like, <laughs> like, driving down, like, putting, like, putting what Jason Kelsey did right on, like, a whole new level. I was going to say, think, we got to get, we got to, Embiid's got to be the one with the mummer. Like, we got to get him the mummers outfit, right? Oh like, like, could you this, imagine? This city would lose <laughs> their mind. And he, and he would get up on the mic on, on, on the art museum. Trust the process. Yeah, yeah. He'll drop the F-bomb like Hutley. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised if, like, he's... <laughs> Guy, he gets Sam Hinkie back. Right, he took back right. to ride on a bus with him. Oh my god! They fired Sam Hinkie. Yeah, <laughs> it's the whole team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, and boy. all, all. Listen, now that yeah, you know, the if if we want to, we can switch over and talk about a Super Bowl a little bit. Yep, yep. You know, the the coolest thing about this week, Dom, has been all the Facebook memories that have kind of like, the, yeah, the, the the flood of the pictures and videos and um. Yeah, and going back to reliving that experience of, you know, the everything that happened around that Super Bowl. Please, no, go ahead, go ahead. Best fan day of my life. Absolutely, and 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 it's one of those things. It's like you remember everything, every second of that ride, and then you remember nothing at the same exact time because I was thinking about this the other day, like um, where I was when it happened, like when they won, what I was doing, where I went after they won the next day. Like I, I, and then all of a sudden it was like, cause, cause I feel like every year um, as Eagles fans, you know, we're hear that. That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that. That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Norman, we need to pause this surgery. What, doctor? Well, we need to hurry to the Xfinity Hello 2023 sale. New Xfinity customers can get fast, reliable internet and add two lines of Xfinity Mobile to get $500 back for a limited time. That's amazing, Doc. I know. I don't want to miss this deal. Let's reschedule. Doc? Doc? Drop everything. Get to the Xfinity Hello 2023 sale now through January 10th. Go to Xfinity.com slash Hello 2023 to learn more. Restrictions apply. Xfinity internet required for Xfinity Mobile. We lose, we either don't make the playoffs or we lose early in the playoffs. And then it's like, you got to get through January and February and March. And then it's April and then it's the draft. And then it's like time just drags. And then I felt like that year, yeah, yeah, I felt like that year it was the parade. And then in the snap of a finger, oh shit, we have the draft next week. Like it was, it was just a blur and like in the best way possible. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I wish I could relive 
the Super Bowl, I wish I could relive, you know, that night. Uh, I, I, I wish I could relive um, the parade. I wish, you know, all, all of that. Um, it, it gives me chills. Just thinking just about want it. that back. Want that feeling yeah. back. It's just, just incredible. I mean, and it's I always remember... going to be special if they win. It's always going to be special if they win, but it's never going to be as special as that moment. You know, I don't know where you were, no. but I was surrounded by family and, and it was just, and then you go to the parade and you're surrounded by millions of family. You know what I mean? Like it, it's uh, just, you know, listen, it was that, something else. I spent that, that afternoon at home with the kids, you know, my wife was working. So we were, you know, I was at home, but like I'm all day. Yeah. The Eagles fight songs just all day long. <laughs> I'm pacing around the house, but like had like a really good feeling, had a really good vibe that day. Yeah. Don't know what it was. Um, it's a funny story really quick, actually, to bring up Mike. Um, so uh, I was it was the day of the Super Bowl and we're at my um, uh, one of my uncle's house and Mike's dad walks in and his mom walks in and we're sitting at the table. And for anybody who doesn't know, Mike and I are cousins, but uh, uh, we're, we're, we're sitting at the table and, um, you know, nobody's talking about the game because we are just you, you don't like you just don't talk about what's going to happen. You know, you it. The last thing on your mind is is the game. Um, so we're all sitting around talking about stuff, and I think it was Mike's mom who turned around like, so are the Eagles going to win? And everybody was like, yeah, we... Shh. Like, I remember his dad turning around to her and saying, yeah, no. We, yeah, we, we just got it. Right just, yeah, zip it and throw it away. Like, yeah. <laughs> But uh, it, it was just a very funny uh, memory because I almost was like, well, and then like everybody's like, no, like stop. No, 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 you no, don't, no. you don't talk about it. Yeah. And listen, my, you know, the, the kids are like, they're young enough to like be into it. Cause dad's into it, but right. not young enough to actually like understand. So like when things are happening in the game and I'm sitting there by myself, like, like right. biting my nails. I'm like, they're like, Dad, what's wrong? They just dropped the ball. What's the problem? <laughs> right. I'm like, no, you don't understand. It was third Every... down. <laughs> like, and it was like that. And, you know, but also trying to like share that moment with them. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Like, so like it, and then, you know, everything, you know, the, the game had, the game ends, you know, the, and I get a call, you know, I'm on the phone with my dad crying. Like yeah. we're having, like we're, we're sharing that moment. And then, my brother is working at a bar. He was bartending that night. Okay. So of course my mom and dad are like, what are you doing right now? I'm like, nothing. They're like, let's go see Tim. Right. So we all, they pick my brother up in Fort Washington. They pick me up. We drive over to Glenside down. We were there until like four forty-five, <laughs> And then <laughs> stupid ass me forgot to call out of school. Oh man. So, Oh boy. Two hours of sleep. Yeah. Went and taught and, you know, but had like, just had a great time because we were sharing all those moments with the kids and with the teachers. Right. It was incredible. Yeah. So, Um, so yeah. So after the game, um, now I'm from South Philly. So my, my uncle's house that we were at is in South Philly as well. So we went to Broad Street uh, after. You were right in the fucking mix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we walked to Broad Street, um, and it, it was just uh, I remember my brother-in-law and like my brother-in-law hugging me and picking me up. I'm a big guy hugging me and picking me up. Um, uh, but Tell uh, everybody was weightless on that day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I remember walking into work the next day at that time. I worked for my stepdad and uh, he I walked I walked into work and he looked at me and he said he and he's not he's not a football fan. But uh, he he looked at me and he said, "I'm surprised you're here." He said, "I'm surprised you're you know you're you're awake and alive <laughs> and oh you're here." But uh, it what a special you know couple of days, couple of weeks, couple of year really. I mean, yeah, really. I mean, and it started with the draft, it ended with the parade, right? Um, just yeah. a great time. Were you, just were, a great time. Were, so, did you did you get real quick? Did you get to go to the draft that year or? I did not go to the draft. Yeah, I was trying I was there. to go to the draft, and things just never, never kind of worked out for me to get down there. Um, yeah, so I, I, I've, I've been to like a hand, you know, handful of really good sporting things in my life. Um, easily top three. Really? Yeah. It was, it was an experience. Um, literally, like, wasn't I didn't go to work that day. Like, took off. Um, 
man, it was, it was, it, it, like you said, like you said, it, it, it was just that whole year, you know, that draft and then yeah. the special, you know, then winning only losing what three games that year and then the yeah. playoff run. And, and, um, but yeah, I mean, that, that was an amazing time. Um, you know, from noon to like, to, I think we got home at midnight. So yeah, so we were there for like 12, 13 hours. So it's awesome. I mean, it was, it was an experience. Awesome. And it was free. So, and yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> one of those, that's one of those that I regret not going. Yeah. I, I mean, do. I really yeah. Do. My, dude, my so my boy was like in the uh he he won tickets to be inside like to have seats and right. uh he he's sitting like he's he texted me he's like yeah i'm si- i'm sitting 20 feet from adam Schefter right now i'm like oh yeah tell him i said what's up <laughs> but he was like he's like it's kind of like messed up because like he's announcing the pick to us like he's turning around saying oh the pick is in like two minutes before they announced the pick like he's like you know you want to be surprised with everybody else and he's He's just pulling his dick move and like turning around, and, like, yep, Derek Barnett. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, dude, I, I was I was on TV actually. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. So me, it, um, I don't know if it was ESPN or NFL Network, which one it was, but uh the the camera guy comes up to us and we're like, you know, eight drunk guys, you know, <laughs> drinking all day and um right. sweating, like just just profusely sweating and uh, the only thing I remember was he came up with the camera and he's like, he's like, you guys want to get on TV? And we're like, yeah. So like yeah. he, he puts the light on. He's like, all right, when they announce the pick, you guys have to, you know, cheer. So we're like, all right. Um, they announced Hassan Reddick gets picked. The guy he's, you know, went to temple. He's, he's the pick, right. Yeah. Picks, uh, picked Arizona. The Eagles come up. We're, we're sitting there. We're all, we have like arms around each other, getting ready mm-hmm. to cheer. We're the two names were, uh, Ruben Foster is that his name or yeah Ruben Foster who yeah Ruben to, Foster he went to San Francisco yeah and he wind up you know being a lunatic but um <laughs> and uh Dalvin Cook they were the two names all of us were like and it was dude it was like eight of us and like ten other random guys were just you know having a good time and right they announce everybody's like oh 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 Dark Barnett and we're like oh and like they they were like yeah we can't air that like. <laughs> And then, and then, um, I think it was like maybe like ten minutes later, they were like, they're like, yeah, we'll just get like B roll of you guys. So we, and then we eventually made it on TV. But he was like, awesome. yeah, the camera guy was like, yeah, we can't, we can't have you guys like not happy. <laughs> right. The, the whole thing is that you're <laughs> supposed to be excited. Right. Right. <laughs> oh god. Well, Dom, this year, you know, on on Sunday we got the Rams and the Bengals. Never would I have ever said that I thought the Bengals would have been in this spot right now. A couple years from now, maybe. Um, but talk about that Bengals run. Dude, listen, I, I had said it multiple times. I think you were Burrow, on that Bengals train early. Yeah, I, I had said that Burrow was going to win soon. I didn't think it was going to be this year. He still might not win, but I, I, I had said that he's he's going to be the guy for a while. And I think that uh, he was going to win one sooner or get close to winning one soon. This was before the Raiders game. I thought they were going to beat the Raiders. I didn't think they had any chance of getting any further. Man, was I wrong? Um, I'm definitely somebody, definitely somebody who said, "Wow, that Jamar Chase, like that was a bad pick. Not a bad pick, but they should have went O line. Like they need to fix this defense. Like they already have two really good receivers and Boyd and Higgins. Like what are they doing getting Chase?" The first three weeks of the of the year, Jamar Chase has like ten drops. Uh, what are they doing? You know, and then yeah. all of a sudden they went on this run, and and Jamar Chase has been a twelve hundred yard ninety catch guy or whatever he is, uh, just amazing, just amazing. He's been, yeah, I mean the the their stock has been rising all year long, right? Just just a slow and steady rise, and then in the last couple weeks in those playoff games, um. Really impressive, like you were saying, against the Raiders. Impressive against, yeah, when they're they're taking on um, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee, and yep. then and, and then Kansas City. Like the the way that, I mean, Joe Burrow is everything that you want in a guy that's going to be in a position to play in his first Super Bowl. He's yep. going to yeah, doesn't seem flustered by anything. Um, and that pick of Chase that. Any anybody and everybody that would have been in that position probably would have taken O line, right? Um, because they couldn't keep Joe Burrow upright at all. 
Dude, now I don't even that, think I don't even think half of that front office was even set on taking Chase at one point. Like I think half of that front office was saying, "No, we need to go offensive line." And you know, maybe Burrow did talk them into it. I don't know. Part, down part of me thinks that Joe Burrow had one of those "put your thing on the table" moments yeah. <laughs> and been like, "Yo, this dude right. needs to be here." Um, and you know, really gives him the ability to be able to make up for the lack of talent on the offensive line. Um, but Listen, I think – go ahead. No, yeah, I was just going to say, look, look, Joe Burrow to me is a guy that he the, – the defense stepped up this year. The offensive line definitely stepped up this year. The receivers stepped up this year. The running game stepped up this year. And it's – to me, it's – most of that is because of good coaching and Joe Burrow. He's yeah. the guy that makes everybody around him – even better and like that's what Peyton did that's what Brady did that's what Elway did that's what Montana did you know what I mean like obviously those teams elevate the talent yeah yeah absolutely Um, even if you have great talent Peyton Manning made Marvin Harrison an even better receiver than what he was so uh, you know I I just think Joe Burrow has that like you said walks in the room you know (laughs) right on the table I mean he's he's got it um and like yeah to to some degree you know, Stafford had moments like that this year. Yeah. Right. Staff- Stafford, you know, was mired in mediocrity in Detroit. Um, gets a chance to be able to go out to LA and be surrounded by, you know, an immense amount of talent. Um, and he has those moments like Burrow has with Chase. He's got those moments with Cooper Cup, like that play against Tampa where they got the ball with next to no time left. And he's, hitting Cooper cup for 70 plus yard play down a field to put them in a position to win the game. Dude. It's like Madden. <laughs> it, it, it really, that those games in the, the divisional round and the AFC, the, the championship round, the, the, you really saw the separation in talent between guys that are at the top and upper echelon of the league and the guys that aren't right. I agree. Um, and listen, you know, Stafford had a great year up until, I don't know, the last five or six weeks of the year where he looked brutal, but he stepped up in the playoffs. Um, like you said, you know, you, you see what teams are better than, than, than the others. Um, I just, and I'm just somebody, and I'm a Stafford fan. Like I wouldn't mind to see him win. I want to see Cincinnati win, but I just hate McVay so much. And I just think that like the Rams kind of pulled the Yankees where they, just they kind of they're trying to buy their championship and um i i don't know i just but going back to stafford a little bit i just to like to me there are there like i think there are franchises that are cursed like literally i am dead serious i'm not even like conspiracy i think detroit is cursed i think portland trailblazers are cursed i think the arizona coyotes are cursed i think the flyers are cursed it's just (laughs) you know since since 75 the, the flyers have been cursed so um uh, I just, it's it just, it doesn't make sense to me that you had Stafford who um, put up great numbers. Don't get me wrong. He had to come back in a lot of games, but he had arguably a top five greatest receiver of all time and they never did anything. So like, and yeah. now you see him, now you see him with Cooper cup and he's in a super bowl. Like yeah. it's, it's crazy. But I, I would like to see him win. I wish it wasn't with Sean McVay. Cause I loathe Sean McVay. Yeah. I mean, as pretty as he is, he's a hate the face guy for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he he he's a guy who always the the thing that always kind of rubbed me the wrong way was like the the one interview that he has where like he's like, oh well, do you remember when you were uh, in week sixteen when the Redskins <laughs> were playing the Giants and uh, it in two thousand fifteen, yeah, two thousand fifteen, and it was third down in the middle of the third quarter. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, we had. Uh, you know, Antonio Gibson run a run a Z, and he's going through this whole thing, and I'm like, it's so fake. It is, but to me, like, well, okay, so yeah, so you can remember you you've got the photographic memory, great. Um, I think that he also turtles up in certain moments. Yeah, like he in in that championship game, you know, they were, I think there was like nine or ten minutes left in the fourth quarter, and he had no timeouts. He had burned timeouts earlier on in, in, you know, late in the third quarter. I just, I think there, there could be a moment like that where 
Stafford turns the ball over. Maybe deep in their zone. Um, gives Joe Burrow a short field. But I think the the matchup, yeah, the 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 Ramsey Chase matchup is gonna be one to watch. Um, but I think the Rams defensive line and the Cincinnati offensive line, mm-hmm. that's gonna that th- those are gonna be the ones to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And and going back to McVeigh, like what a choke artist in his career so far. Like, and 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 listen, what, what year was that? 2018 when he we went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Yeah, he he it he had a great playoffs, and then the, the big game comes, and what does he do? He gets on two knees and he starts, you know, right to Belichick. I don't want to say it, but you know, right right on right on the Belichick. You know what I mean? And and what does he do? He chokes. And then, yeah. then coming into this game against Tampa a couple weeks ago, um, what does he do? He he gets a big lead, lets them right back in it, and he starts to choke again. And then you know what? I give him a lot of credit. He pulled the 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 big you know in the locker room. Yeah. He he whipped it on the table um, <laughs> late in the game, and I give him credit for that. But um, I definitely want to see him choke a little bit on Sunday. Yeah. I, uh, but yeah, I I I think it's going to be very interesting. Um, my. F- I think the part that I'm looking forward to the most, like you said, with the offensive defensive lines, mm-hmm. um, coaching. I, I really want to see how they coach against each other. I really think that's going to be key. Um, the, the thing that I'm looking forward to the most on Sunday, I hate to say it, doesn't even involve the players on the field. Okay. Halftime? I can't wait for, I can't wait for this halftime show. <laughs> that's what I thought. This halftime show is going to – if. If they just do old shit, <laughs> that is going to be incredible. Dude, they shouldn't even have a game. Just have the concert, you know? <laughs> uh, just have a two-hour concert. Can, hold, hold on. We can't start the third quarter. You right. know, <laughs> you know the, between, between Snoop and Dre and Eminem, um, I mean – I just I hope they come out and do a bunch of old stuff. It being in California is great. And you yeah. had mentioned you had mentioned earlier in one of your other shows the the uh, the, the meme of uh, Eminem and Stafford being being the clo- it's the closest oh, yeah, ever yeah, 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 to, yeah. To, yeah. to being in a Super Bowl. Yeah, um, yeah. You got you got Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, um, and Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Lamar, like yeah. It's going listen, wild. And and I, Kendrick Lamar came out when I was in high school. Um, he's got a really a couple of really good albums. And um, for anybody who likes that old Eminem, late nineties, early two thousands, you know, hip hop, um, he's got that feel. So like he fits right in with these guys. So uh, you know, uh, I'm excited. The, it's gonna be the one that that is gonna be the bridge between like the current right. fan base and you and me. Right, like there, there's got to be a bunch of kids in the middle that are like, "Oh, Kendrick Lamar," like wouldn't surprise me if like a bunch of them are like, are Dre. They're, they're going back and listening to you know the the Chronic album. And, right, and, dude, uh, I just saw that on vinyl uh, the other day. I'm, I'm kind of yeah. So I collect I collect vinyls and and um I, I saw I saw the first Chronic and I was like, damn, maybe I should actually get wow. this, but I didn't get it because I don't like remastered um, records that much. Okay, and it was remastered, so I I, I like to hear the pop. Um, so I got uh, you, I got you. So I I could I couldn't do it, and it, it was like thirty bucks. Where like I can go to the record store that like the like the real record store and get it for like ten bucks <laughs> if they have okay. it. Okay, but um, you know uh, but no, I agree. Like you're gonna have the older people or the or the older generation who grew up with, you know, the Chronic, Dr. Dre. The, the the late nineties early two thousands Eminem and they're gonna hopefully look at Kendrick and be like wow this dude this dude can rap and then like you're gonna have the younger people who were like who don't know much about Dre and 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 Eminem and oh wow these guys are actually really good like they're, they're gonna be definitely. going up and they're gonna be pulling up the the Eminem show and yeah, yeah doggy style right they're, they're gonna hear some funny old shit that's yeah. for damn sure yep um you're you're your predictions for the game, Dom. Who's the who's the who's the MVP and who wins the game? Um. So let me start this by saying I really want to see Cincinnati win. Obviously, if you guys have not 
picked that up yet. <laughs> uh, especially if you follow me on Twitter, I've tweeted a lot about Cincinnati. Um, but I do think the Rams pull this out. Uh, I don't. I I, I, I want to say Stafford, but I feel like Aaron Donald's gonna have like four sacks. <laughs> so, um, I, but I want to say Stafford gets the MVP because I feel like he's gonna throw like three touchdowns, 300 plus yards. Like he's going to, he's going to have himself a game. Um, I got, I got a, I got a parlay going out there. So, so I'm hoping, uh, hoping Jamar chase. Um, my phone just died too. I can't even, so me and my brother-in-law put out a couple, a couple bucks together and we went in together on a parlay. Um, I think it was Stafford to have over so many yards, uh, Mixon to have over 60 rushing Jamar chase to have four plus catches and a touchdown. Like it's crazy. Um, okay, <laughs> but Listen, doable. You, you you put those ten legos together, right? You put a dollar on it, and right? If it hits. Yeah. No, I think it was it, it, it was Odell with four catches and Jamar okay. Chase with a touchdown. That's what it was. All right. So I mean, listen, all all those things are completely doable. Yeah, and he's um, and he's been he's been super lucky with uh with um with win uh win uh winning the bets this year in the playoffs, and I haven't won a single one. So I was like, you know what? I I need I need to rub some magic. I need you to rub some magic off on me. So here, here's here's twenty five bucks, and we'll you know we'll split. Listen, I think I think for me the MVP is like if the quarterback has a good game and that team wins, it's probably going to be the quarterback. Yeah. Um, I think the guy that's the the guy that's going to make the impact. I think is going to be somebody on that Rams defensive line. Yeah. Right? I agree. So I think like a guy like Von Miller who has played in a Super Bowl before, who has shown out in a Super Bowl before. I think he's a guy like Donald, right? You could see a spot where he gets three, four sacks. Maybe he's got a fumble. Maybe he's got a – he causes a couple turnovers. Um, but I, I do think I'm kind of in the same spot you are, right? I'd love to see – Cincinnati win. There's right. a lot of Cincinnati that I, there's a lot of Philly that I see in Cincinnati, right? They're teams that are kind of mired in mediocrity. They get the, they get this shot. They haven't had a shot since they played the 49ers. Um, I think in the long run, I think the talent level on the Ram side is going to be much greater than, than what's on Cincinnati. No, I completely agree, and I would absolutely love to see Cincinnati win, even on top of the fact that the Rams have, like, one draft pick this year, and it's in, like, the fifth round, and, like, that would make it even better if they lost because they gave all of this up just to lose, and I would love to see Sean McVay cry, and I hope that he never falls asleep again. Like, I, I hope it keeps him up forever. Like, uh, I, I, that's how much I don't like Sean McVay as, um, as a coach, and, like, but I just agree with you. I just think the talent level is it's a lot different. The Rams as a team have been there. I know Stafford hasn't, but they've been to the to the Super Bowl. They've been in the playoffs. I mean, this is Joe Burrow's first ride. Not that he can't win. But and then going back to the MVP thing too, real quick. Um, I just I, I just I think that it, it can only be so many guys. Like I think it could only be Stafford or Burrow or Mixon or Donald and maybe Chase. Like I don't even think Cooper Cup could win an MVP. Or, or the the MVP because if he has a crazy game, that means Stafford had an even crazier game, right. and that doesn't necessarily mean like if Jamar Chase has a crazy game, I don't think that necessarily means Joe Burrow had a crazy game. Um, True, but yeah, I I just I I don't think there's much to choose from to pick an MVP. You know, I just think it's going to be between four or five guys. And did you see the kicker is like plus ten thousand or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> to, to win um mcpherson is that his name it's oh that dude has got yeah. ice in his veins that dude is I mean, he's, he'll never win it but it, no, it was just like it was funny it, it's... yeah like, what if i throw a 50 cent bet on it like <laughs> it listen down you put a dollar on it you, there, there are worse ways to spend a dollar right right, right. absolutely uh, hey i mean if, if a dollar could turn into you know a thousand. <laughs> I mean, it's it's less than a piece of gum, right? <laughs> I mean, that's so the way you got to look at it, right? Seriously, you got to be in it to win it. Oh, man, <laughs> Dom. On that note, 
what do you got for final thoughts? Um, I'm just really, really excited to well let, let me give you two actually. One, sure. We'll we'll go back to the Sixers for a sec. Um, I'm really excited for tomorrow. I am going to be let down, I know that, but uh the Philly in me is hopeful. Um and the second thing, um I want to see Joe Burrow just whip it out on the table like we were talking about. Uh I really I really want to see that. So uh, I don't know if we will, but let's here's here's the wishful thinking. Oh, listen, you know, the I I will say that for for my final thoughts tonight, like I had um I had some sad news come across my my desk uh late uh over the weekend. Um my college baseball coach uh, at Newman College passed away. Kind of, he was not on the. He was kind of on the mend, but not not doing so hot. Um, so you know, my final thoughts are you know to my college baseball coach Len Schuler, who uh, was my coach for four years, uh, who was kind of like our dad on campus. He uh, you know was never about him, was always about the kids, was always about helping us out, putting us in the right spots, making sure we're, you know, on time. But it was never in that, like, negative, punitive way. It was always in that, like, I know your dads are at home, but I'm your dad here kind of thing. Right. Um, and just the, the, the most kind, caring, loving guy. And, uh, you know, just a, a huge, you know, kind of thoughts and prayers to his family. Um, and, uh, you know, and to anybody at the the Newman community that, you know, was a coach. He was a coach there for – he coached bas- girls basketball, boys baseball. At one point he coached towards the end of his career, coached uh, uh, softball um, and, you know, just heavily involved in the athletic department. Um, so just, you know, yeah, you shout out to him and his family and, uh, you know, we'll keep them in our prayers and I'm sure they'll probably have something on campus uh, – you know, in the spring when those spring sports roll around, but um, yeah, just huge shout out to you know when when those kind of impactful people in your life when when they when stuff like that happens, it kind of makes you take a little inventory. So um, absolutely, yeah, just you know. So not to kind of end on a sad note, um, <laughs> share share with the people what where they can find you and uh, the fired up crew. Yeah, we you uh we could you follow us on Twitter. I'm at Dom Console um on the bottom right there. Uh you can follow yeah. Mike at Mike underscore Giletto. Um we are at Fired Up Podcast, I think that's our name on Twitter. I don't even know. Yeah. He, dude, he, run, he runs yeah. everything. Um Um I just I just clicked the link to go on our page. So like I you know gotcha. but uh yeah, we're we're on Twitter, we're on um Facebook, uh YouTube, all that stuff. Um you know, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh yeah, I come have a laugh with us. You know, we talk about hey, Dom, you know sports. Dom, and... Don't 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 forget, um, don't forget they can find you on Belly Up TV. Yes, on TV, yes, on Tiki Live. I the, listen. I could tell my mom I made it. Right, I'm on TV. <laughs> You're on TV. I made it. Mom. I'm there. <laughs> that's that's two times I got on this episode that I've talked about how I'm on. I'm on. I was on TV. You know. There you go. Well, listen. Dom, <laughs> I don't know if you, your your phone was dead. Yes. But Mike Mike sent me this picture. There it is. Yeah, I'm all the way on the on the on the end. Yep. And that's my brother-in-law that's, with the hat. That's awesome. I, I wonder that. how he got that. Was that online? It probably was. I don't know. That's awesome. Though. <laughs> yeah, but listen, uh, you know, for for us, you know, the the sponsors have been scrolling across the bottom the entire night, but you know, our our. Our one sponsor, La Terrain Luxury Watches, are you know it's an American-made brand. They've got really cool stuff that's kind of under four hundred bucks, but it's really sharp, really nice, classy stuff. Um, and our one sponsor, Team Clicks, with their the sports theme sunglass wear, um, is actually sponsoring some of the United States Olympic teams. Oh shit! So you can see them uh, and their their stuff on there. They're uh, they're again they're a U.S. Uh, based company. They're you. You can have your your eagles, your flyers, and the cool thing about them, Dom, is that they have the interchangeable sides, so they're magnetic. So you can put your your, your eagle stuff on one day and have your flyers and sixer stuff, mix them up. Um, you know, just another, you know, just just something cool to add to the 
the the apparel wear that I right. have that I'm sure you and I have far too much of. Um, <laughs> no, not enough. <laughs> not enough. I don't. I don't know enough. if my wife. I don't know if my wife would uh would 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 agree with that. But Dom, it's never enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but listen, our our drunk on broad content again. You can find it on all the podcasting platforms on, you know, on Spreaker and you know Apple and Spotify and iHeart and where, wherever the hell you listen to a podcast. Um, you can right. see you know, our, our YouTube channel, but you can catch our episodes replayed tiki, on Tiki Live uh, on the Belly Up uh, TV channel uh, on Thursdays and Saturdays at noon. So check us out there if you're, uh, if you're listening in. Check us out. And uh, Dom, truly appreciate you coming on tonight and having a, having a quick, uh, quick combo. Dude, I, I appreciate it. It's always a great time. Absolutely, bro. Every Have single time. You too. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.